Hi, everybody. This is Pasha Marlowe, and this is the 65th and final episode of the Let Pleasure Be the Measure podcast. So this is a bittersweet day for me, one that I have been avoiding and procrastinating on for about five months. Um, I love podcasting. I love interviewing people. I love talking to people. I love sharing ideas. Um, however, I also want to meet the needs of the world and my community as much as I can. And I want to make sure that I'm working uh, smarter, not just harder. Uh, in my 52nd year, I'm finally learning to say no to some projects that maybe just overwhelm me and don't bring in any profit and say yes to more projects that are exciting and profitable. Imagine that. I've been kind of avoiding that for a while. And I imagine it is something to do with my lack mentality and uh, possibly even some deep-seated self-worth issues, fear of um, fear of money, maybe even fear of success. Um, but here we are. We are 10,000 downloads in, and we've been heard in 35 different countries. So, and it's 65 episodes. So I call this a, a grand success. And I'm really proud of myself for doing a thing. It started in the pandemic, like most podcasts did. And here we are, um, it's almost May, 2022. And so I, I do have another podcast in me, um, and this ties into what I'm going to talk about today, which is neurodiversity and specifically ADHD. So uh, just to cut to the chase, the new podcast is going to be same bed, different brains. And my plan is to do some live couples coaching with couples where one or both of the partners has some form of neurodiversity. I think it's going to be a, a fascinating, um, purposeful, powerful, and often very entertaining and funny uh, way to move through couples coaching sessions. And since they're live, you get to hear the work being done and, and hopefully you can bring some of those strategies and tools back into your own relationships. So... As for this podcast, as you, as I mentioned, I've been procrastinating. And one of the things I'm learning about ADHD is that procrastination is not about time management or time blindness or, or laziness or even distraction. Procrastination is in fact an emotional dysregulation issue. And so we want to look at why we are procrastinating on or avoiding a task. So I started thinking, why am I avoiding to do this last episode? I've known since January that I needed to discontinue this particular podcast so I can serve people better. And, I, and here we are five months later and I've been avoiding it. So why is that? And I realized that there's emotions of grief and loss um, underlying this that I really didn't want to sit with. And I wanted to avoid because this podcast began, um, through the lens of grief and my son's illness. And here we are three years later, my little boy is still sick. He still struggles every day. So I still grieve every day, the loss of his abilities, the loss of his comfort, the loss of his childhood, the loss of his ability to play, the loss of his ability to go to school. I grieve it every day and it makes me very sad. And so 
I knew it was bringing me down. So I started the podcast called Let Pleasure Be the Measure because I knew it was very important for me to access my own pleasure within the grief, within those difficult, hard days. And I knew I needed to reclaim my desire, reclaim my worth. From that space, amazing things happened. One is I was finally feeling certain and brave enough to come out as bisexual. I still identify this way, although I have no experience to back up my claims, but I am a very proud member of the LGBTQIA community. And I've had so much fun coaching, in particular, uh, women in the community, in particular, uh, bisexual women who are still in heteronormative relationships and marriages. It's a fascinating space to be in, and I'm so honored to hold space for them. And so much so, I wrote a book about it called My Next Husband Will Be a Lesbian. And it's about bi invisibility, and it's about speaking your truth, and not holding in secrets or shame, and how shame and stress lives in your body, and how to move through it. Um, and be a radical truth teller. So um, I did that during the pandemic. And I realized that I had never laughed, not just because my son was sick, not just in the last three years, but due to a lifetime of trauma, I frankly had just forgotten to laugh. And I didn't really realize or believe that my birthright was joy. I'd heard it, but I really didn't believe it. I thought I was just destined to be in the dark space all the time or destined to bad luck or destined to um, difficult relationships. Uh, I'm speaking of, I'm still in my marriage. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast several times. Um, my husband and I uh, now have been married 15 years. Uh, we are platonic parents, I think is the correct term, co-parenting our little one. Um, and in a, in a currently sexless marriage, uh, that's not only because of my identity as a bisexual woman, it's due to a million things that I brought up in this podcast, um, you know, as well as just us kind of out, outgrowing each other and having different uh, desire and goal discrepancies. Um, so I'm not going to get into that too much because I want to keep all of that um, a bit private. But I will say that, um, that this podcast and all the conversations about pleasure, sex, monogamy, non-monogamy, um, relationships in general, communication skills have just been fascinating and so healing for me and I hope for you as well. Turns out that as I was coaching individuals and couples, the theme I saw over the last two years was glaringly ADHD, like came out of the woodwork during 2020. In fact, half of all the diagnoses in women for ADHD have come in the last couple of years since 2020, when the pandemic began. I think this is fascinating. Why is that? Well, here we were, you know, running around, uh, doing things for our families, uh, perhaps working outside of the home or uh, going to gym or socializing or um, doing service-oriented volunteer work. Uh, it, and all of a sudden, of course, everything stopped and we were home and we realized that we lacked structure. And all of a sudden we had so much time. And in ADHD, there's this funny saying, the more time you have, the less you get done. So with no structure, 
no ability to numb out and have fun doing the things we wanted to do, like go to the theater or a concert or go out with friends or work outside the home. No, we were home often and many of us um, in remote learning situations, which was a whole lot of togetherness. And then our partners were often home. So we were all in home offices and remote learning and, you know, making bathroom trips on top of each other and way too much togetherness. We started to get to know each other like more than we'd ever want to know. And so in that too much togetherness and in that familiarity and frankly, some mundaneness, we as a society lost a bit of our spark and our zest and uh, eroticism and pleasure. And so I was fascinated to hold space for people as they were navigating, bringing pleasure back into their lives uh, during the pandemic and then post pandemic. But the theme of ADHD and focus and disorganization and chronic stress and emotional regulation and anger shame spirals just kept coming up. So I saw a need and I filled it. I just transferred all of my work into neurodiversity coaching. I started working with Inflow, which is an ADHD app. I am an international ADHD coach and a couples coach. And, uh, and I do group coaching as well. And I adore this work. And almost every day I'll have some really emotional conversations with people about rejection sensitivity dysphoria or shame or a lifetime of criticisms and judgment and how that affects their current relationships. And within their relationships, a parent-child dynamic that is a, a power struggle that really wreaks havoc on sex and intimacy, but really fascinating conversations. And people with ADHD are so wholehearted and empathetic, and they're willing to do just the deep, deep dive into uh, emotional work. They're very intense. One of the commonalities of people with ADHD is their intensity. So here we are in 2022, and I am holding space for neurodiverse individuals, couples, and groups. And I'm also on TikTok, which is the weirdest thing. I thought, oh, I'll just do Facebook and a little Instagram and a podcast. Well, then I started making videos on TikTok and I don't know when this uh, podcast will be published or when you're listening to it, but last week I finally got to the, the goal of 10,000 followers um, and I got 2 million plus on a video uh, about spatial awareness. Um, and then I woke up this morning and it was 20,000 and it seems to be growing by 5,000 every Day. So people are very much resonating with my content around ADHD and neurodiversity and relationships. Um, and so I'm, I'm just really thrilled that this is blossoming and it's taking up a lot of time. And I want to make sure that I'm still taking care of myself and practicing what I preach. And so, and taking care of my little one, of course, um, he needs extra special care throughout the day. And so I need to let this podcast go. And as soon as uh, space allows, 
I will begin the Same Bed, Different Brains podcast. And you will all, of course, uh, be invited to that and maybe participate in it. Maybe you and your partner will want to come on live and get some uh, free coaching in exchange for me being able to air your your episode and it's anonymous. Nobody's going to um, say your name unless you want them to. And, uh, and it, it won't be videotaped unless you want it to be. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. And I'm really looking forward to that. Meanwhile, um, I have individual coaching, couples coaching and group coaching. There's a group coaching group <laughs> called uh, the bitterness. That's not right. The bittersweetness. <laughs> of ADHD, the bittersweetness, because there are many, many, many challenges of ADHD and just as many gifts, I believe. So if that interests you to be in a group called the bittersweetness of ADHD uh, within a small, intimate, empathetic group of like-minded people talking about uh, neurodiversity and ADHD, uh, you can email me and that's at Pasha at pashamarlow.com, P-A-S-H-A at P-A-S-H-A-M-A-R-L-O-W-E.com. You can also find me on Facebook under Pasha Marlow, Instagram under Pasha Marlow, and on TikTok, it's laughter under slash, what do you call it? Underline, the lower line, tears. And uh, I have so much fun on those platforms and I have had so much fun with all of you. Thank you, 10,000 of you for listening to this podcast, engaging in it from around the world. It has been truly an honor, a thrill and a pleasure. I hope to talk to you all again soon and see you all again soon. So much love.